episode 20 of the dad pod sportscast uh on this end kevin on the other end as always arthur and john uh what's going on boys how are we how you doing how you doing 20 20 episodes everybody 20 milestone another they one. said we couldn't do it they said we couldn't do it but here we are yep next week we're fucking fully legal <laughs> we can drink we can yeah. stop buying, we can stop because asking shady people to buy us beer at 7 Eleven. There you go. <laughs> First, you go. mean and smear it off ices. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. We, we, don't have to drink, we don't have to drink O'Doul's anymore. Oh my god. Rules. Uh, yeah. So we got uh baseball, NFL, uh touch on NBA and hockey. We have Vince McMahon losing his damn mind, WWE once again. And we have uh a Chelsea blurb, which is rare around these parts and we yeah. have the masters a tradition unlike any other yes yes hey, oh, also we, we got to talk about too yukon uh and jim nance yes no, no more uh college basketball yeah jim that nance is this true. is his last masters too oh that's a bummer yeah it's like yeah. really it's like jim nance is going bye-bye everybody he's he's going he's fading off into the sunset he's going to go enjoy that little hundred yard par three hole in his backyard at his house if you haven't seen it, Google it. The man literally built a par three hole in his backyard. Good for him. Oh, it's awesome. It's cool. it's cool as heck. Oh, no. Jim Nance has, is is the man. He, you want to talk about old money? That guy is old money. Oh, yeah. Stupid old yeah. money. Stupid old money. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> so, uh, baseball is still fun. Still still enjoyable. So, what, Six it, games unless, in. Unless, unless. Is there a gun to your head when you say that? Unless there's uh, 156 to go. Let's go. Baseball is still fun. (laughs) Are the Mets Uh, are the Mets bad now? Look, well, I I saw this early to to week one. All right, week one out of I don't know. I saw this online, and I'm inclined to agree with it. Nobody does miserable fan base quite like the fucking New York Mets. We enjoy being. The Jets have something to say about that, but okay. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying in baseball, there's oh, no yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. baseball. Yeah. That well, like see, that. here's here's the thing. Here's here's the thing. And talk about when eventually they do realign and that realignment we talked about with Boston, Philly, the Mets and the Yankees being in the same division. You want to talk about just negative I hope that negative never feelings. Happens. You want to talk about negative feelings if your team is bad? Like that's just a more like someone said it. Is there is there a more toxic division than this potential? And there isn't. There's not. But you're. But listen, we're seven games in out of 162. Is this the start you wanted? No. no. Did you lose the division? No. But you're not helped. But the problem is, you're dealing with injuries to guys that were supposed to be key players. Like Verlander hasn't thrown a pitch yet. Um, that's a problem. We'll get That's to a that. problem. You know, like uh, Pete Alonzo, he's kind of doing his thing. Brandon Nimmo seems to be he's sort of cold. living up to the contract. He's, yeah, he's, he's, sort, feels, he's, he's all right. Yeah, he's fine. He's doing what, his thing. What you know, makes it worse is that Wilmer Flores and Michael Conforto and J.D. Davis are fucking I know they're, breaking. I know they're mashing. Go. All right, that that that's what makes it worse. And like, I don't want to sound like Frank the Tank and start going on fucking Frank the Tank fucking rants. God, relax. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. Because look, in '86, we went, we started the season three and three, and then we went on an 11 game winning streak. Exactly. Went 106 and fucking. 
56 the rest of the way. So season's not over. It's nowhere close to over. Is it ideal? No. Are the Mets bad? Who the fuck knows? It's a weekend. It's yeah. a weekend. Are the Brewers right. good now at five and one? Who the fuck knows? They I don't could, know. They they could lose their next seven. Like, is Houston could, bad at three and four? Like this is what I'm talking about. I, I mean, I like think, the way you have to put it too is like if you want to if you want to break the season down into weeks, you have to have more good weeks than bad weeks. But sure. this is in the bad week column, like a not. I wouldn't even say it's bad. It's like terrible. It's just not a great week. Well, you I mean, can't have two. You have to have more good weeks than bad weeks to, to make okay. the playoffs, right? Of course, of we're, course. We're start, but we're starting to figure out who the Mets are. What we found out about the Mets is that the Mets are going to beat bad teams like the Marlins, and then if they don't have all their pieces, it's going to be difficult for them to beat competitive teams like the Brewers and the Cardinals and so on and so forth. Right. Like that, that's what we found out, and like right. be beyond that. No. Like, do we need another bat? Probably. Do we need pitching that we don't have here? Probably. Probably. Are we going to find a lot more out within the next 150 fucking games? Yes. I'm not hitting the panic button yet. Like, I, I can't. I, no, I, I just I won't, hit the panic. I won't hit the panic button yet. The only thing I'll say is more or less, I think you would agree with me here. More or less, they're running it back with the same team as last year. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And what was their biggest problem? They couldn't hit, like, down the stretch. And, and you're bringing back the same guys for the most and part, we're, and we're struggling and for hits here. We're, we're finding out we can't hit late in games. That's our fucking Right. Problem. Like, you got we, shut out two games in a row in, in, in Milwaukee. Like, you know, that's not good. You know, put a run up. Do something. Yeah, yeah, that was that was embarrassing. I hear you. And like, you, somebody asked it. Like, the Rays are off to a six and zero start. Are the Rays good? Yes. Are like you said, are the Astros bad? They're not the same without Altuve, but they just brought up one of the top prospects in baseball, and he's fucking can't miss and fucking Cesar Salazar. So like, uh, like are, are they bad? No, but once I they mean, get fucking. But Once watch what. Let's see what happens when the Mets bring up Alvarez. Now what's like, going to happen? But then in two, Pittsburgh's four and two. Uh, do we expect Pittsburgh to be a playoff team? No, I think the I think the American League standings right now are more accurate than the uh, than, right. It's, than it's early the, in the season. Like yeah, listen, it's a you, go, you got you, six you or go, seven games under your belt. Whatever. You know, you go, right. you hit, you have a bad week. You're hitting one ninety, but then if you have a good week, you're hitting seven fifty. Like yeah. uh, the numbers fluctuate too much too early like, in the season and like okay today was supposed to be a fun day Mets opening day postponed fine which was stupid because he fucking postponed it 24 hours in advance and you know you're in a no-win situation here like, you are in a no-win situation I, I, I understand I understand like your frustration about it and and it's all I hate to say it but like you know this is a safe space and all feelings are valid here but like it's true. You you hate that the game was canceled 24 hours in advance, and then you go through the day, and it didn't even rain a drop. Right. But on the second hand, if they would have let people park and get into the stadium, and then two hours before, oh, like, yeah, you know what, we got to. If, if it wasn't opening day, they wouldn't have canceled it. It was now, only here's, here's, because it was opening day, and there was a built-in day off. Now here's. Thing here's let's put on our tinfoil hats for a second. Yes, please. Mets played what seven seven days in a row. Do you think this was a baseball decision or a weather decision? 
baseball decision. Absolutely. Baseball decision. Right. Tin foil hat is, I think, is I think since, the team, since the team is in control before the few, the first pitch is thrown, I think they said, you know what? We need a day off. Let's get a day off. Give him a blow and fucking let him let him reset mentally, and then we'll we'll handle this tomorrow. That right. that's essentially what it was. So, all right, bad news postponed. Good news, Francisco Alvarez is promoted. Hooray! Let's see, let, let, let's see what this kid's made of. Let's see if he can actually contribute. I think bad news. Be, I think he's gonna be good if you ask me. I mm-hmm. should be. Bad news. Fucking. Uh, we're saying that we don't want to bring up Brett from the fucking minor leagues until he gets more reps at third base. Bad news. Worst news. Justin Verlander is out till fucking July. Worst is that news. true? I haven't seen that. Uh, supposedly, I've seen quite a few people saying that that the the strain is actually worse than anticipated, and he's going to be out till July. Well, then that that's a problem. I mean, there was also a report the yesterday that when he went for his MRI, that the inflammation has gone down. To right. Anthony DeComos wrote that. Um, so I don't know. Like, okay, but the fact that we're even I talking know. about it at this point, I know it's I know. like this was what I was afraid of when I was like, "You're signing some geriatrics here." Like, best of luck, guys. Yeah, this would be a problem. The fact that we're consider- sitting around considering it and saying what's the actual severity and what's the veracity of this fucking comment, that's a problem. You know what I mean? Like that that's yeah. where I'm that's where I'm at. You know what I mean? Like look, I want Verlander to pitch as much as anybody. Today was supposed to be his fucking day. It was. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It, it, it was supposed to be his day. He was supposed to start in foil hat twice. Uh if Verlander was healthy. Uh, we probably don't cancel that fucking game. Probably. Like that, probably, probably, probably mm. playing that game. No, I still if they if and they still got you know shut out twice by the Brewers. I don't know. I don't know. It's just. It's just what you don't have good feelings. Like I'm sorry. Like all due respect to Tyler McGill here, but like <laughs> you know, I just he's not an opening day kind of starter. To be honest with you, he doesn't, nope. doesn't kind of ring the bell for me, if you will. But I don't know. I think they they probably still cancel this game because they could just push his start back a day. Fair, fair. So so what? Now it is McGill who's going tomorrow. Uh, I believe so. I believe so. I mean, I mean, why not? Hold on, let me say let's pull pull it up. Yeah, Miguel's slated to go tomorrow, one ten. Fuck. All right. Well, against uh what do you call it? uh what's his name? Oh god. Cabrera. Even, when did Sank when did Kodai's pitch? That's, Kodai pitch uh, Saturday. I was gonna say that that was my my I question. thought they would have but my, but you know my what question was Japanese league guy. You know how well, they like their six day, six man rotations over there. Fair, but my question was, do do I now flip McGill and Senga to to get the fucking crowd pop? You know what I mean? Like now it's... that you canceled the game and gave him an extra day's rest, do you flip them? But fair, yeah. like just stick with McGill and just we lose on opening day anyway, so it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Reds have a good <laughs> record on opening day. Watch yourself. Go look. Yeah, go look we that do. up. Oh, they have an yeah, insanely op- good opening... record. Opening day, opening day, not home opening. Oh, not day. Home, yeah. home opening, home opening day. 
we we get our shit kicked in, which is ah. generally the way it works. So yeah, it, do, do I really? Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, baseball again, gun to my head, is fun, and my uh, my baseball overlords at the fucking central office are telling me to say this. Um, so yeah, uh, if I wanna if I wanna keep the uh, MLB beginning, I have to go ahead and say that MLB <laughs> is fun. Um, but um, no, um, yeah, you know. We'll, hey, we'll the Yankees find... are for Yankees are four and two. Yeah, they're okay. Four and two. Garrett Cole's Wolf... two and zero. Oh. Nice. Wolfie's done what he's supposed to be fucking doing, and it is what Listen, it is. He's a know? rookie. He's going through his rookie growing pains. It is what right. it is. It, it is what it is. He'll be fine. Um, Loriel got sent down. Um, Aaron Hicks has started his uh, his run towards eighty games started this year. So yeah, let's... We're, we're, right. we're 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 right where we thought we would be. Like mm-hmm. it's it's not, not ho hum, very ho hum right now. Yeah, uh, Red Sox look as bad as we thought they were going to look. Orioles, Correct. Orioles look as good and as bad as we thought they were going to be. Grayson Rodriguez is probably coming up next week, so that should be fun to see how much he actually contributes to that rotation. But we'll, we'll find out. You know what I mean? Like a, a lot of the shit, like it's early. You know what I mean? And like. On the West Coast, like the Dodgers are still the fucking Dodgers. Like mm-hmm. the the Braves were last I checked, they were tied four four with the Padres. So the Braves are still the Braves, and the Padres are still the fucking Padres. So right, it, it, it's early. Like we'll find out. Like we'll find out. Listen, there's always on. injuries. There's always the, there's always that guy who comes up and you never saw him coming. Like, you know, there's yeah. there's all that. It's yeah. it's like we'll take it week by week. Yeah, and and the Padres still don't have fucking Francisco Tatis or Fernando Tatis. Sorry, Fernando Tatis Jr. Mm-hmm. fucking back. He's he's hanging right. around the minor leagues doing a rehab assignment for steroids. But that, that's I, I still I can't believe they're allowed to do that. I still think it's ridiculous. Well, the pitcher who gave up the three run home run to him flipped the fuck out on Twitter and was like, "This cheater just hit a three run bomb off of me because he's on a rehab assignment mm-hmm. for fucking steroids." And it's like. Uh, you're you're not wrong, kid. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can't be mad at that that statement. Like, it's like mm, it's true. No, whatever. I agree. I agree. Uh, so, moving on from baseball, we have NFL draft or, or NFL and NFL stuff. The call me from the draft right now. Uh, maybe the Niners are in on Rogers. Maybe not. Uh, uh, yeah, who knows? Scuttlebutt coming about it from there, so we don't really know. Um. But I think Artie wrote it. The key fact is uh, chances are he's playing for the Jets. He wants to play for the Jets. All sides point to the Jets. Uh, however, despite whatever intentions he has to play for gangrene, he doesn't have a no-trade clause. So no. uh, it's <laughs> really not it's getting dicey, camp. folks. It's getting dicey. Yeah, like do we think uh... – so, so I wanted to pose the question. Do we think that the second – these mysterious second team is a red herring? Do we think it's not real? It's just a, I don't it's know. Just a ploy by the the Packers GM to get a first round pick out of the Jets. Well, it's it could be one of those th- yeah, a panic move where it's like, well, Woody Johnson mm-hmm. said that he's chomping at the bit or whatever he said, and you get you know you swap first rounds or you just get their first rounder. I don't know. I you know that would be some like schoolyard bullshit. But I don't want to sound rude when I say this, but I could rude, not give it. a fuck less. I could not give a. Oh, I don't. Oh, I don't. I don't care. I. I love. I'm all for the NFL and their sneaky shit. 
because like this is what they do. Like they like listen, how many years did Bill Belichick put Tom Brady on the injury report as probable every oh, week? Absolutely. Like absolutely. you just just, what just a dick. Yeah, but like you like, you know, he was what do you call it, uh questionable every week yes. or whatever. It's like, come on, yeah. man, you know he's playing. Right. But you know, the gamesmanship of the NFL, I'm fine with it. I don't really care. Um would I love to see him not end up on the Jets if only to to see what just the for Jets the lulls, just for just the memes, the, just to see what the Jets would actually do at that point and who they would trot out there? Well, Fucking absolutely. Well but, then, well then, like, so then, let's talk about that first. Let's talk about the hypothetical because there's nothing like stop making stuff up. Like, do you then pivot <laughs> and trade for Lamar Jackson because then you have to give up two firsts no. and give him a shitload of money? I mean. Would Look, Woody Johnson do it? Yes. Should probably. They? No. Probably not. Uh, but then you, you're going to run you out the what? corpse of, of Zach Wilson? I, I don't think that trading for Lamar Jackson is a bad plan B if your plan A is fucking a guy who's going to spurn on you. Spurn you to go right. The minute things go bad. Right. The minute things go bad. Lamar Jackson bad, would be very appreciative of getting a nice contract from the Jets and would you'd get three like benefit of the doubt you good years look, out of him before he look, spurns I, I i'm gonna tell you this with all the love in my heart Artie. if fucking you got lamar jackson by week eight you would be all in on the fucking lamar jackson train yes no i i, I listen <laughs> no i'm not Let fucking I, are you kidding me i would love to have lamar jackson as my so quarterback then, so then what why are we arguing this why are we arguing no lamar jackson's the lamar jackson is five times the quarterback of anybody in your qb room right now. you know what the problem is it's anybody. just the cost it's the cost of getting in the room right now it's the it's cost of entry right now if, i mean if it was if it was just signing right. him to a big deal it probably would have right. been done already or oh, they would have gone after him right instead of Rogers, right. it's, the but... two, it's the two first rounders that are really holding it up right. now but you always like i always say like you know there's two schools of thought with draft picks one not giving up draft picks for like one guy and and not you're not able to draft real talent and build around them inexpensively and you screw yourself and like you can't build a team through only through free agency which the jets have tried to do over and over again and fail so Fair. you have to build a team through the draft around, you know, like a quarterback or around star players, you know, at key positions. But, you know, so like I don't like the concept of giving up two first round picks for it, but but it's the Jets Fair. and they could fucking whiff on their two first round picks anyway. So what's the you know? So then, what was the point of of not of give not giving those two first round picks up for somebody who's a known quantity? So yeah. yes, like. In a perfect world, like I don't want Lamar Jackson because I don't think he's going to be that great of a quarterback four years from now compared to what he is now as good of a quarterback. Because I don't think he's like, I think he's going to go down the road of, well, he's a running quarterback and he's going to either eventually get his knees are going to fucking tear apart and he's never going to be half as good as he is. And he's or and he's not going to become the that great of a passer, you know, or he just slows down. And so, you know, his, 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 explosiveness becomes less and less of a, of a benefit. So ultimately, no, he's not the prototypical pocket passer that you want him to be. That's going to play 12 years in the NFL, 14 years. But yeah, fuck. Yeah. I'd be, it's way, way, way better than what I have now. Right. And, and it's probably better than Rogers at this point. If you're right. asking yeah. me, honestly, like, yeah, it's yeah. plan B, but really it's only plan B because the cost and not, right. not the, not anything else. 
the you touched on a great point and you said that the Jets in an ideal world would build this team through the draft. The problem with that is, and we, we know the problem is, is that you've historically had a GM who has whiffed on the picks. So you guys at this point are trying to play catch up and compete with the rest of the teams in the AFC East who have a either historically been able to grow and develop from within the draft or have made free aging signings that you guys have not made that have now grown and developed team. So in order for you guys to get to the same level or compete, your only card you have to play is to get rid of those same draft picks that you should be using to build through the draft. Like, your yeah, capital, I mean, listen, J- Joe capital. Douglas has done a better job than right. his prede- than the last, you know, five predecessors, right. you know, at drafting since, sure. you know, literally the mid 2000s. But like, it's still You're, a crapshoot. Right. And, and your only capital right now is the draft capital that you have. So if and you the young to- and like the young right. core, right. You could so argue you- that they've already built up enough talent through the draft that it's not it's okay to say well listen we we've opened a window we've sure. opened a four year window so now but the problem is, is we don't have a quarterback like we've opened the right. four year window the it window is start is now started this is going to start this year you got to be like you got to have your Russell Wilson in Seattle with the good defense and with the skill position players around right. him and you don't have the Russell Wilson and that's the problem theoretically it should have been Derek Carr for whatever reason, it wasn't. I, I I agree with that. And now, it's Aaron Rodgers, maybe. <laughs> and we'll right. see where we go, like we'll see where we go from there. But like, is, is Aaron Rodgers going to give you more than two to three years? No. So we're going to rehash this conversation in two to three years, and then in two to three years, we're going to ask what aging big name quarterback is going to be on the fucking market for the fucking New York Jets to try this, to make a run at this, I think we're going to rehash this conversation if the if Rodgers goes to the Jets I think we're rehashing this conversation in a year less than a year at this point okay so then, I think because so I then, think it's not going to I think it's going to work but it's going to be like super listen they win a Super Bowl or they you know get to the AFC championship game you're like nice but then I'm going to be like is that is he going to get better no, so then, like you so hit then, your ceiling. So then, all right, let, let, let's be fucking like generous about it. Let's say two years. We're now at episode 220. So yeah, uh, 156 or 220, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> on, ed, on episode 226, are we going to be sitting here saying, well, the Jets need a quarterback. They need to sign somebody. They can't go through the draft. So there's XYZ free agent quarterback. Who's that going to be in two, three years? They're going like, to have to, they're going to be drafted. Like there? the quarterback that they would draft in like the third round to be Rogers backup or, next year like, is, well, I'm, is sitting on the bench in college. Well, at this, well at this I'm point. saying like legitimately though, like what, who's even up for free agency in fucking 2025, 2026? Okay. That's a good question. A, a good question. I feel like Joe. Uh, free agency. <clears throat> let's see. Like free agency, what twenty five? Let's say twenty five. Yeah, I'll I'll be generous and say twenty five. Who is even up in that QB class? 
QB, all types, all teams, quarterback. Let's see. Dak Prescott? Dak, Dak, Jared Goff. Now, here we go. This gets a little dicey. Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, but they'll probably be extended or or, or the fifth-year options will be picked up. Technically, Tua. mm, Mm. Taylor Heineke, Justin Herbert, but he'll be extended. His fifth will get picked up. Justin Fields. Mike Uh, Mike White. the, the, The eternal Mike White. Um, Super Rush, Mac Jones, Jordan Love, Case Keenum. All right, yeah, that's enough. We're getting into the, you know, we're getting into the shit here. You know, uh, Davis Mills, Kyle Trask. Like, what are we talking fucking, about here? Dak fucking Prescott is the cream of the crop of the quarterbacks that are realistically going to be available. Curious Unless if Jacksonville shits the bed, Trevor Lawrence would be, you know, Trevor Lawrence is going to want out of, of Jacksonville. But if they shit the bed this year and they regress. He's going to want to trade. He's not even. I, he's not going to but, wait. But I don't think they regress. So now, now here you go. Let's go back a year to, to 24. Kirk Cousins, Lamar, technically, because he could play on the, the tender. Right. Tan- Tannehill. No. Burrow, but whatever. Yeah. Jacoby Brissett, Trubisky, Herbert. He's. I don't count him. Tyrod Taylor. Meh. Marcus Mariota, Sam Darnold, Jameis Winston, Drew yeah. Locke, Baker Nick Mayfield, no, 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 no. Gardner Falls, Minshew. Yeah. I mean, what are we talking about here? No backups, so, journeyman guys, all of them. So then, right. so then, the top guy is either Dak or Kirk Cousins. No, and you're no. looking at you're, you're looking at Kirk Cousins. Yeah, Dak, Kirk Cousins, Tannehill. You know, and then unless something, you know, Lamar is in there somewhere, unless he signs a deal. But, but nobody moves that needle there. You know, what Not I mean? at all. Like, the only guy who moves that needle is Lamar. And that's if he's if he plays on the tender. And then right. after this year, tells Baltimore to, to take a hike. Which I, I don't think he's playing for Baltimore anyway this year. So he's probably going to be somewhere else. So he's his name will come off the board because they're going to extend him, obviously. I uh, yeah. So. Really, it's Kirk Cousins or Dak, and that that's what you're hoping. Those are the names. Those are the names. And again, like I said, unless something goes sour in Cincinnati with Burrow or in uh, L.A. with Herbert, which I can't see. Jimmy Jimmy G in Oakland, in Oakland, in Las Vegas. eh, Whatever. Well, so so apparently, after this year, there is a potential out of his in his contract after one year, um, right? With eighteen million in dead cap. So they might right. if it's if they shit the bed, he may want out and they may cut him and let him go. Yeah. But do you maybe. really want his he's a retread at that point? Right, but that, but yeah, again, what are we talking about here? You know, you know a guy that that could actually end up on the Jets and you guys would make a run for him? Kyler Murray. <sighs> oh, please no. Well, we here's got, the thing, though. He, you know, that he, owner just got into some shit, and they might force him to sell. Right. And you have a guy coming in, and you have, might have a guy coming in and want a clean Bingo. slate. You know, Bingo. clean slate. Let's start over. Like, listen, you know, here's the thing. That, that's not he, as crazy as you think it sounds, Artie. It's, no, it's, I'm not saying not. no. I'm not saying no that I don't think it's crazy that it's going to happen. It can happen. And here's the other thing, too. You want to talk about cleaning house and a clean slate or whatever. the commanders are looking to be sold. And you want to talk about not a blind bid that it came in at exactly $6 billion for that team. <laughs> like, 
you can't tell me that there weren't some backdoor fucking hand jobs going on there because <laughs> I'm serious. Because no, the, you're right. Who, you're absolutely right. You know, uh, how, how do you? You can't tell me that Snyder didn't go to Goodell and be like, "Listen, I'll sell the team, but it's six. It's for six billion and not a penny more, not a penny less." And then, okay, fine. And then the new owner goes, "I'll pay the six billion, but I want the Super Bowl. I want the draft in my city. I want, you mm-hmm. know." This that and they want a new stadium because everyone wants a new stadium because that's the the meal ticket. He'll get but, it. But you know, Ron Rivera was at the owners' meeting saying like, "Oh well, we did our do we we talked to Lamar and and we're not interested." I don't know how you could say that because he there's can't. no one to talk. There's no one to talk to Lamar except Lamar. So if you didn't talk to him directly, you didn't do your homework. And if right. you're a new owner, and if you're a new owner coming in there, how could you? look that coach in the eye and say like you'd have to hand the owner a notebook or a pad or a legal pad and go listen we went to him we talked to him here's all our info this is why we don't think it's a good idea right right you got to investigate you got to you got to dip the toe in the water with you can't you can't you can't bullshit and say you talk to his people because there are no people yeah he's he's got no agent it's just him and to be honest with you him not having an agent has cost him millions oh because 10 million at least already he could have more dude probably closer to 50 because he could have signed signed the same deal as um josh allen and he'll never make that money up Nope, nope that money's gone He'll never make that money. Money up. is gone. Because so, he fucking sat there and said, I want the Sean Watson money, and he wasn't getting it. I want no the Sean Watson guaranteed money, and he was not getting it. Cleveland fucking ate it. Cleveland, re- Cleveland, wrecked, Cleveland wrecked it because, you know, but but you know what, though? But here's the other thing, too. Here, here's the funny thing. Arthur Blank said that they're not in on, uh, what do you call it, on Lamar Jackson, but they were in on Deshaun Watson. Because he said, oh, we don't want to give up that kind of money and all that stuff. But they were in on Deshaun Watson. What were you going to do? <laughs> guy, with, guy with off the field issues who probably wasn't going to play for half the season. I don't believe a word that comes out of Arthur Blake's mouth. He's first of fucking, all, he's a fucking, I, he's a salesman. He's a greasy I heard salesman. The best, I heard he's a the nice best, guy, but he's a greasy salesman. I heard the best line about the owner's meetings. It's not the owner's meetings. It's either the liar's meetings or the narrative meetings. Because that's yeah. what it is. They set the narrative. It's the rule. It's the rules meetings. That's all it is. It's, it's, it's about it's, the rules. It's, they set the, it's, it's the narrative setting. It's the set the tone meetings. That's all it is. All right, gentlemen. What's going to be the? It's the. Uh, the remember how they said everything's scripted? It's the script. It's the exactly. table read it's, meetings. It's the table read. It's the table read for the fucking it's the table read of the, of the scripts. And what do you call it? And they gave good. And they're probably going to give Goodell a raise. So what is he going to make? Like sixty million dollars a year now. God, he's like that man. You want to talk about rich money? You want to talk about that big man, money? You want to you talk want about stupid old money? money? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Imagine clearing so, sixty million a year. Jesus. Well, you don't, but you, you in taxes. But okay, fine. But even if you take home thirty. Thirty-two, Art. Even if I'm in the even if I'm in the fifty percent tax bracket, I'll take thirty yeah. million a year cash. Yeah, I'll I'll be more than fine. Like yeah, he um he's probably they estimate that he's worth over two hundred million at this point. That's a God he's he's him. on his way to being a billionaire. God oh, hundred percent. If he's not already, yeah, he's he's probably worth two fifty three hundred at this point. God fucking bless him. God bless um, America. So. Three notes before we move on from the NFL. Three notes. Uh, the nipple. Yes, there you go. Uh, the Colts are having a private workout with 
Will Levis in Lexington, Kentucky today. So mm. loss. Okay. That that's a that's a fun little tidbit to put your tinfoil hat on. Um, Tom Perlocero reported that Boston College receiver Zay Flowers landed in Boston at 6 a.m. from an overnight flight with the uh, Vegas Raiders and went straight to the Patriots facility and spent the whole day learning the offense with Bill O'Brien. New England has the 14th pick three weeks from today. We will be coming to you live from the – what are we calling this now? The the Terror Dome at the uh, Conti residence. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that works. I'm fine with that. And, uh, yeah, we'll we'll bring you that 14th pick live fucking – Three weeks from today. Seemingly, yeah, he spent the whole day learning the offense. Isn't that tampering? That I was going to no. say that's that smells well, like. Well, I'm so going wait, to. I'm wait, going they, to they Brill O'Brien camp. Quote unquote. Wait, what, who'd they bring in though? I missed it. So it was a Boston College wide receiver, Zay Flowers, who. Oh, it's from top, a top twenty yeah, guy. Yeah, top 20 guy who went from a fucking meeting with the Vegas Raiders straight to the Patriots receipt, uh, facility and spent the whole day learning the Patriots offense with Bill O'Brien. It, that's not as crazy as it sounds because they'll do that with quarterbacks too. That's it's true. not it's not Fair. tampering because they're not they're not free agents. Like Fair. that that's fair. That is um, fair. So I, I guess what I understand what you're saying, but like so what they'll do, so like what bullshit. they'll do for a quarterback is like so for C.J. Stroud or uh, well, Will Levis and and the they understand all these guys. The Jaguars bring, didn't they do that with fucking with Trevor Jackson, Lawrence? Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. They, what they'll do is they'll bring them in. They'll give them like you know five runs, five passes. Learn the terminology. Do this. Do that. Spend the night learning this. Tomorrow you're gonna go through a walkthrough. Then you're gonna go into the classroom. We're gonna talk about it on the chalkboard. Like, see, can you run this offense? Like, how? What, what do you retain in a small amount of time? Like, you know, can you recognize a coverage or you know what? What's the protection when we're in you know eleven personnel in this you know in this call? Like, what what you know what are you gonna do? So it's not. I'm not. Cr- see, it's not weird to have the wide receivers run the the route tree. It's it's just shady because it's the Patriots. <laughs> but uh, right. But like that's, I I kind of I kind of get it. Like you it's you can have Belichick. You want the you want honestly you want the rookie. It depends on where they went to school also, because if they ran pro offense, the route tree the route tree is the route tree. Right. But you know if you don't play pro offense. You, it might be a bit of an adjustment to learn. Fair. So the last one is actually back to Artie's point about the Vegas Raiders. Uh, the Vegas Raiders hosted Bama quarterback Bryce Young on a visit today. Huh. So Jimmy G huh. isn't as secure as one would think huh. in Las Vegas. Yeah. Why are you hosting Bryce Young if you just got your franchise quarterback? Because you didn't. Because you didn't. didn't. Right. Because you don't believe in Jimmy G as much as you're publicly saying you are. Um, so that's that. That pretty much wraps. Oh, actually, no. Last note. Um, John Elway is out in Denver. Yeah, that's weird. That That's something I didn't think I'd ever fucking say. Jesus. I guess they just yeah. let it go. <laughs> Guess they just let him go. Like we're not going to renew your contract. Like, 
I don't understand how you look John Elway in the face and goes, hey, thanks for coming, bud. (laughs) New New ownership, I guess, you know? Yeah, man, but like... It's one of those things where... So, all right, so here's the problem. And this is like with... Any team bringing back, like, like remember for the longest time, the Yankee fans wanted Don Mattingly to be the manager? Yes. That's and I get it. And I, I get was it. one of them for a while. You know, how do you fire the team legends? You know, like, yeah, it's, you it's, it gets messy. Like, you know, the Mets fans, you know, you want Mike Piazza to be the manager. I want, you know, Derek Jeter to be, you know, chairman or, you know, whatever, GM or whatever. Like, it gets messy because – you got to now fo- turn around and go like, listen, thank you for the success on the field when you were in your prime, but you suck as a, as a front office personnel or um, a coach and you got to go. Like the only reason why Michael Jordan wasn't fired was because he owned the team. Right. And even like, you know what I mean? Because like, honestly, as good as a player as he was on the court, not a good owner. Because a lot of no, bad crazy. decisions and a lot of oh bad teams. God. No, the best thing he did was sell that team. Was get out. What was it? The Charlotte Bobcats and then the Charlotte Hornets. Oh, uh, what what are they now? What's the team now? Uh I think it's still the Charlotte Hornets. I think it's, it's still the Charlotte Hornets. They, like, they, they, no. The didn't the Bobcats move to New Orleans to become the Pelicans? And then oh and God. then the NBA brought back as an expansion. Yes. The yes. Correct. I love it. So, so I think it's still the Hornets. I love, so I it's love like K- the Browns K- and the B, the Brown, the original Cleveland Browns are now the Ravens. Right, right. So I think, the, so I think, so I think theoretically, same, same thing. So I think theoretically, the New Orleans Pelicans have all of in their record books. They have all of the Charlotte Hornets history, which would mean that all their like team records are like Larry Johnson and Alonzo Mourning and all that shit. That's Meanwhile. Awesome. The Charlotte Hornets, the actual Charlotte Hornets, have no access to their own history. It's amazing. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I want to add something. Um, tinfoil hatting and the Jets just, you know, slobbing over knobs for for, uh, for Aaron Rodgers. They uh, signed Tim Bo- quarterback Tim Boyle, who was I Aaron Rodgers' backup. You know, I saw that. I, everyone's like freaking out over it. Like, I'm not freaking out over it. It's pathetic, is what it is. It's it is goddamn what it pathetic. Is. It is what it is. He knows Nathaniel Hackett. He knows the offense. It's fine. Well, well I mean, it's just sad for Zach. Zach they, Wilson. They rounded up the whole band, dude. They got Hackett. They got Boyle. He'll be the third. Fucking, Boyle will be the. Third. Listen, but also too. But listen, don't get too crazy about it because they only have one quarterback in their room right now, like, and that's Zach Wilson. Like, it, they need to sign a quarterback or two more. To go into the off season, like to go into the off season workouts, like forget <laughs> Rogers, like you, you can't just have Zach Wilson in there. So, like, so hold on, is there a non-zero chance that they don't get Rogers? That Zach Wilson starts, so Zach Wilson starts, gets hurt, and then it's the fucking terrific Tim Boyle experience. It, it, listen. Was it, is it really that crazy? Like you guys can't see it if you're listening, but all the blood drained out of Arthur's face. Yeah, he's he's like ghost white right now. I'm seething. I'm seething. He's trying not to like freak out. 
I'm I'm gonna go fucking. I'm gonna walk away from. Dude, there's a, there's a non-zero chance that Tim Boyle starts a fucking NFL football game, buddy. Yeah, Why did you have to speak that fucking Ooh. shit into existence? God there damn it. A non-zero yeah, that's chance. that's brutal. God damn. That's I mean, that was rough. That's rough. Well, there's a non-zero chance. There's a fucking like seventy-five percent chance that Mike White starts for the Dolphins. So I'm right there with you. I was going to say Tua. Uh, you know, Tua might still have scrambled eggs up there, so we're not that far off, probably. Yeah, from... we're not that far off from a, a Mike. We're not. Fuck it. I'll go one further. Oh boy! We Don't you not... say it. We... A Mike we White, are... Tim Boyle showdown. Yes, in we the are. A, a week, a week twelve. Tim Boyle, Mike White, fucking Sunday night football game with Throw playoff down. implications. We are not that far off of it. Yikes. I would go to MetLife for that one. Me too, but yikes. Hey, speaking of Dolphins, Durham wow. Smythe reached an agree- in a contract extension with the Dolphins. There you go. There's Don't your right. for the day. Um, Don't hate it. One more thing, uh, NFL. Uh, Brett Favre, um, shocker of the century. Um, that's why I love ESPN. It's like, why did you even make this an article? Uh, Brett Favre's attorneys are arguing for a dismissal of this lawsuit involving the welfare money with the state of Missouri, with Mississippi. Shocker! Yeah, no kidding. They're going to file for dismissal. The, yeah, the, it's like, it, I, I was like, like, is this news? Like, why is this an article? So, so Arthur, I'm no, lo- this. I would I'm this. no lawyer, but isn't that like <laughs> standard practice? Like at some point, like, uh, yeah, I'm, like, I'm gonna file. Like, listen, we got to file for dismissal. It doesn't cost us anything. He, so you might as well try. Attorneys have been disbarred over less of not you, doing. Like attorneys you know like, have disbarred over not doing less. That's what I mean. Like, just it's just file like, the paperwork. It costs file, you nothing. It costs you nothing. So exactly, just file the paperwork. Might as well <laughs> just do it. Just do it. So, <laughs> moving on from NFL, uh, NBA news, kind of, um, kind of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's really not not much. Um, the I Lakers, do have one thing to add at the end. At the end of this, sure. Uh, the Lakers were in seventh last time we all checked. Um, still there, still there. Um, the Los Angeles LeBrons. Yes, uh, he he seemingly lost like ten pounds since he's been out, and he's now like jacked to the gills again. Um, Kale Sonnen says he knows his fucking uh, steroid guy, and they use the same guy. That oh, was a good. thing. That's good. Awesome. Um, awesome. So. Uh, do the script writers have one more magical run in and for them? No, I think LeBron's done. I don't think he has a team around him. Um, right. Players now have to play in 65 games to be eligible for awards. I saw that. Load management is fucking dumb. It always has been dumb, but these guys aren't going to play back-to-backs anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, it's... Or, listen, what... <sighs> yeah. Like, they limited... They, they, they fucking... Bent over backwards to to tweak the schedule so that back to backs and four out of five nights get like there's almost no four out of five nights anymore ever for any team ever, and back to backs are like there's like seven of them all year, like for most teams like seven to ten. Like relax, Jesus Christ! Like the, the NBA is the one league that is bent over backwards, or actually no, bent over forwards and taking it up the ass from their players' association. More nice. than anybody else, gotten on all like, fours. Yeah, they, they pretty much have. Like the players yeah. run the fucking asylum, and 
mm-hmm. fucking Adam Silver's just kind of there saying, all right, cool. Like, let's, let's just make some money, boys. And whatever you guys want to do, just fucking tell me how to do it. And we'll go from there. Isn't but, that usually how it goes? Let's make some money. Let's make yeah. Some money, boys. Yeah, but. In the NFL, at least, it's the owner saying, let's make some money rather than the fucking players. Well, yeah. You know I mean? Well, of course. I understand. But, um... So the then, East yeah. is... the. By the way, so the East is basically set. The only thing that's not set at this point in the Eastern Conference is whether the Nets or the Heat are going to be the sixth or the seventh seeds, respectively, for the... Fair. So, like, basically, like, who's playing in the play-in tournament and who is not. Fair. Um, mm-hmm. other, other than that, the Western Conference is... Top four are set. Um, five through ten are not. But it's you know forty-two wins, forty-two wins, forty-one, forty-one, forty, and thirty-eight is five through ten. Clippers, Warriors, Lakers, Pelicans, Timberwolves, and Thunder. Just for your edification. So nice. Yeah. You know, okay. Like still tight. So, still still interesting with games to go oh, at the end of the season. To you know, your couple games to go. To your point, what you wrote in the rundown, yes, Kyrie Irving did fuck the Mavericks. Um, well, Mark Cuban was, I saw Mark Cuban was interviewed and he was like, yeah, I'd resign. You know, love, we love Luca. He's, we're going to definitely try to resign him. And oh, yeah, I love Kyrie too. We would love to resign him too. Fuck that. Mavericks have tanked since they've had Kyrie. Those two aren't compatible. They're the, no, they're not. They're like the same thing. They're the same player. The Knicks no, won a deal. No, like, they're, they're they're not though. That's the problem. They're they're well, both ball handling hogs. Well, yes, yes. That's what hold, I. That's, that in that respect, they're the same. Hold on one respect. second. I have the quote. I have. I asked the question, and uh, hold on a second. I have to find it. I just. All right. Okay. Give me one second. And I said, I asked. I said, why are the Mavericks so bad? Uh-oh. And and it was hold on, hold on, I got it. Hold on. Gonna find it, I promise. You're gonna, you're gonna ask a chap GPT. No. <laughs> no, it was it was just it, the answer was basically be all right, here it is. Because Kyrie plays fast pace and Luca plays super slow, neither play defense. You have two incredible offensive talents that guard anyone trying to play different styles of ball. That's it. Kyrie plays fast, Luka plays slow, and they don't play defense, and they never have. They probably never will. That's what it comes down to. Huh. And I agree. Fair, fair point. Yeah, and like I, I can't say that I disagree with that. Like that's you know accurate. Like no matter how you. And also, Kyrie just looks like a poison pill for the team. He's a poison pill anywhere, bro. Like that. That's, well, that's that true part. Too. Like he's. He's a fucking tough, like all like, and it's not even that like all that shit aside, like all his off the court shit aside, like he, like you said, he's just a ball dominant person that due to a lack of consistency and a lack of being on the floor, he's lost his game. Like he oh, legitimately yeah. has lost his game considerably. So like, is, is he worth the score? You know what I mean? Like, is is the juice worth the squeeze at this point? Like, I don't I don't think it is. Like, but it might not be. I but, mean, but the problem is he's got still probably has some of the best handles in the game. And <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> like that that is true. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Like it, the 
Unfortunately, the man can still hoop. Like that. That's the worst. That's the problem. Yeah, still, talent. Still, talent always wins out in, in those cases. You can still hoop. You can still hoop. Like yeah, you're true. gonna play. You're gonna play. Yeah, you're, you're not wrong. Um, I don't like it. Yeah, but don't get I don't me wrong. Like I don't. Either. I don't like it. But what are we gonna do? Yeah, you, you gotta. Got to win basketball games, man. <laughs> that's really what you, you got to win. Me. I mean, that's the name of the game, right? Right, like, right. Isn't that what they pay, get paid to do? Yeah. More, more or less. I mean, when they more play, <laughs> you know, I mean, right. tonight yeah, was an absolute disgrace. Like down the stretch now, it's an absolute disgrace because a lot of people like were watching the Magic um, and their lineup tonight, and they like basically played nobody. And so people were like, oh, Cole Anthony, you'll probably get a start. Nope. Or whatever, and then guess what? They tweeted out, "Well, he'll play off the bench in his normal role." Guess what? He didn't play a fucking minute. So, like, yeah. teams are just messing around at this point. Like, te- some teams just don't care anymore. Yeah. Like, towards the end of the season, like, apparently the Lakers played the Clippers last night, and Ty Lu basically pulled Westbrook. Like, like you're not gonna let Westbrook play against these guys. Like, like what are you doing? I mean, the Clippers won, yeah, but still, it's like, a it, joke. it's a joke. I never bet on, I will never bet a game for the Clippers because Ty Lue is so unpredictable because I literally watched him. He's so well. I watched him pull his starters one time down 10 with like eight minutes to go. Pulled his starters. Why? What's wrong with him? Like, like ten a ten point a ten point lead in eight minutes. You could have that could evaporate. You could evaporate in in ninety seconds. That's a good fucking six zero run, and you're right back in the game. Right. That's that's literally forty seconds. I was I was in a, a gambling Discord, and we were in the chat, and it was going. The chat was going berserk. Because sure we was. had because we had a, an SGP for like you know plus seven thousand or some dumb shit, and like everyone needed like whatever point you know Paul George points or whatever it was I don't remember, but like they pulled their starters and everyone's like are you kidding me? And it, oh it, there was revolution it was there, it was <laughs> yeah, it was ins- it was absolutely insane so that was that's just my thing like ga- a little PSA out there. If you're gonna be gambling on the NF on the NBA before the playoffs, please pick your battles. Never, yeah, never pick your battles. Like, go either stay the course with what you know. Don't try and get fancy. Nope. Like, please do not give. Please don't get fancy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, are, is that is that all we got for NBA? There... That's really all I got. There's really not much. Not much. Once news. the playoffs start, what next week? Yeah, I think there's, yeah, there's really not much news. Same thing with the NHL. Like it's kind of we're kind of oh, just finishing it. We're kind of just finishing it out here. Like I mean, the Rangers lost an overtime. I know the, I know the Panthers. I know the Panthers have started to make a run late, but yeah, like the yet. the Islanders are a point up on the Penguins for the last wild card spot, and the, yeah, the Panthers are are holding the second wild, the first wild card spot in the East. So. Right. Right now, in in no particular order, I'm just reading off the names here. It's Bruins, Leafs, Lightning, Hurricanes, Devils, Rangers, Panthers, Islanders for the uh for the, for the playoffs. Yeah, the wild cards are the Panthers and the Islanders, and then the West. Hold on, 
again in no particular order avalanche stars wild knights oilers kings and the two wild card kraken and the jets I'd Jets say the Kraken are probably a lot. Pro, the Kraken are probably a lot. I mean, what they have, see, what their advantage is, they have the least amount of games played out of everyone. It's 77. So and they everyone got else is, oh, they got yeah, five they have, more to go. Oh my God. They have a couple of games in hand here. Right. So that's a, that helps them out a lot. But just about everybody except the wild cards have clinched. So have clinched a spot. So yeah, we're kind of just, we're kind of just waiting to, wait see. to see. Yeah, oh, like they're gonna they have, they're they're gonna play a lot of hockey in the in the next week. Oh, yeah, by the way, are... the, by the way, the Bruins uh, clinched the President's Trophy. No, oh. Oh. you don't. hundred and twenty-seven points. That's nuts, Jesus Christ! That's, that's insanity. Like they're a buzzsaw. It's gross. Watch right. them fucking lose in six in the first round. Watch. Just oh watch. God, Stop. 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 <laughs> what? The, the fucking the mighty New York Islanders are going to come out? <laughs> you, know what's fun, you know what's funny? Hockey's They've the actually. Best, here's a crazy stat. They've only been shut out once. Jesus. What? Yeah, are you serious? They've only been shut out once all that's year. That's a fucking juggernaut, dude. Like, that's, that's have, an all time team. They have 282 goals for 163 <laughs> against. If they win the cup. That's crazy. They're gonna be like top top ten team all time. It's disgusting. How many people on their team have seventy or more points? Oh, that's a great question. Well, let's let's take a let's go. Let's see. Stats. Let's go look at the stance. I'm gonna like, go off the top of my head. I'll say Krejci. I'll say Pasternak. I'll say Bergeron and fucking uh, Marchand. You got Pasternak with. 104. Yeah. Marcia, right. uh, uh, that's it. That's the only person. With, that's the only player with more than 70 points. Get the fuck out. No yeah, way. Really? really? Right. Am I looking? Yeah. Marshan's got 63. Bergeron's got 57. Krejci's got 56. Yeah, he's right. 53 for his. Yeah. How yeah, he's the right. fuck? How? No, they have. So they have. They have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys with fifty or more points. Okay, all right. Um, all right, I'll give you that. Goals. They have yeah, how, how many twenty goal scorers or thirty goal scorers? Do right, so well, all the twenty, the all twenty goal scorers. I'll tell you, they got one, two, three, four, four twenty goal scorers. So that that would be Pasternak. Marchand, correct. Bergeron, correct. And Taylor Hall, no. Oh no, 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 no. Taylor Hall is sixteen. Okay. Then so, who's the fourth? Uh, fuck. I don't know who the fourth is. DeBrusque. It's a, win- it's a winner. That would be DeBrusque, correct? Jake DeBrusque with twenty-five. Damn. Like clean, fuck. clean. So Pastor Mac is. Pasternak is carrying carrying the stats on his back, though, like disgustingly. Yeah. I mean, Marshand Marshand has forty three assists, like <laughs> twenty goals and forty three assists, which is insanity. Can we talk about just let's just talk about this real quick? Mm-hmm. How McDavid and Drysidel are just dominating the league, and yeah, like, and, it, and it's yeah. not even close. It's not even like a thing. Yeah, it's like sixty two oh. goals and eighty six assists for McDavid. 
to lead the league by to lead the league with 148 points, and he's 25 points ahead of his uh, uh, other sentiment of of Drysidle with 123, who is uh, 16 clear of Nikita Kucherov in third place. Pasternak is as fourth on this is list. Fourth with 100, 104 points. There you know, are, there you know the are how many players? There are seven. No, I'm sorry. There are eight players with a hundred or more points this year. And yep, Pedersen and Carlson are are within striking distance and could theoretically get it too. They, they could get there. It's going to be tough, but they could get there. Who, who are the eight right now? McDavid. So McDavid, Drysaddle, Kucherov, Pasternak, Tachuk, Robinson, McKinnon, Nugent Hopkins. Three guys in Edmonton. Nugent Hopkins has three, three guys, three centermen in fucking. Yeah, the three lines, the three line centermen have have a hundred points. That's a top heavy team. Nugent Hopkins has thirty six goals, sixty four assists. I'm no mathematician, but that adds up to one hundred. One hundred. No, you're right. You're right. (laughs) Fuck. Gotcha. That's a. Uh, that's the uh, Suffolk County Long Island fucking uh, high school education system vibes. That's the uh, yeah. yeah. shout, shout out Lindenhurst. Yeah, there it is. Um, teaching the but, teaching the hard stuff. <laughs> Even McKinnon has a hundred points. Fuck man, that that kills but me, man. The, the the problem with the fucking Oilers, unfortunately, is that. They just don't have the defense. They don't have the defense. They don't have the goaltending. Yeah. Like no, Jack Campbell's not Jack Campbell's not going to get it fucking done for you. Like unfortunately, as much as as much as I would love to see McDavid win a cup, like he's not going to win one unless he fucking like. I, there out. were years. There were years. Panarin and Zibanejad have eighty eight and eighty six points respectively. There are years where you're like, shit, like that's yeah. fucking great, like <laughs> you know. Well, well, like, well, like theoretically, like Panarin and fucking Zabinjad didn't have; they had great years, all things considered. If you really think about it, like Panarin is doing what he always does. If you look at his stat lines and what his career, and, and, his and career totals, he's he's, yeah. he's a, a point per game kind of guy, and yeah, he's but, pretty much lived up to that. Yeah, but he's, he's a playmaker. Seen. He's not a goal scorer. He's a playmaker. He's a play. Right. He's he's a he's an assist man with some scoring ability. Zabanajad's a sniper. Needs to be mm-hmm. set up, and you and you can see it. He's gonna he'll probably get forty. You know, he's got thirty nine goals. Yeah, forty seven assists. Yeah, I mean, there's only what two, two or three games left. So yeah, I could see him getting forty, but other right. than that, like I don't know, fellas, but. Uh, oh, the reason. So the so the reason Boston. This is another fun stat. Um, the only goalie with a sub two goals against average. Lucas Olmark. That right. would be that would be Mr. Olmark. That's correct. But Swayman's not bad either. Like, look at Swayman's numbers through this fucking. Don't year. forget Gustafsson. He had a fucking hell yep. of a year. He'd only played thirties. Well, no, actually, you know what? Swayman only played in thirty three games. So Gustafsson had 36 games, 2.03. Swayman, 33 games, 2.24. Um, the next um, high game number would be Sororkin with uh, 2.40 at 58 games plays. Jeez. Two, so, Ily- two Ilyas back-to-back. Look at that. Sorokin and Sasmanov. So, yeah. I mean, NF- NHL get fun. I'm sure we'll cover it deeper in depth when everything's locked in. 
and we know who's going, who's playing where, and who's playing what. Uh, yeah, so, you can break down. Gonna, let's break down, break down the series. Yeah, I'm, we'll I'm break down series when, when, yeah, like I'm, I'm assuming what next week, two weeks from now, we'll break it down, and we'll go from there. But other than that, we'll move on from hockey, and I guess I will tackle this fucking trick or not that I have in front of me. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, Kevin um, would like to discuss. Um, so, so as you may have heard, the parent company of the UFC, uh, Endeavor, yeah, yeah. is it Endeavor Entertainment? Is that what's called Endeavor Sports? Uh, yeah, I forget what the I mean, full name yeah. of the company is. Endeavor, Endeavor, the parent company yeah. of UFC, purchased um, the WWE for a uh, a cool. 12 bill yes so, so all fighting <laughs> yeah, all 12. fighting yeah 12 dollars 12 bills so essentially vince after he negotiated for an eternity and outright came out and said that the whole saudi thing was something he just made up to fucking get people to bid on the damn company. i love it i fucking yes. love it i love it he, it's so he, uh yeah it it's on brand. It's on. Yeah, I was about to say it's so uh, Vince McMahon. It's, it's not even funny. He started the years of Pariah getting fired from his own company back in November, only to be back in the saddle by the beginning of April. Not only reaffirming his position as fucking CEO, but becoming the number two person at Endeavor after Ari Emanuel. And if you don't know who fucking Ari Emanuel is, he's the basis for Ari Gold and Entourage. They're fucking made for each other. They people. are the same. They are the, they same, are the person. same fucking person. It's true. So, it's like, so funny because it's true. The whole thing reeks of this is a big club and you're not allowed. Like you can't sit with us type of vibe. Yeah. Um, essentially, they would only buy. It never would only buy if Vince was part of the deal and coming along for the ride. And they would only buy if they reinstalled him as a sole creative force behind the product and storylines. So like, again. This is a dude who used company money to pay hush money to hookers in an effort to make sexual assault allegations go away. Don't worry about that. Yeah, the, I mean, you know. Don't look over thing, here. Don't look, look over there. Look. Yeah, pay no attention like, to the man behind the curtain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like Triple H can like speak wrestler, but he doesn't speak the language when it comes to like meeting with like boxing. Vince McMahon speaks business. Right, right. So like Vince McMahon speaks media rights and like when business man. Yeah. And like when you're talking to people that you've had a connection for 25 fucking years, it makes sense that Ari Emanuel's like, get me the guy who's actually like created this shit. Uh, notably, right. Can Rock- I talk to the manager, please? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think he, he, exactly. Triple H got Karen to like, <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, like they, they were pretty much like put your father on the phone. Like it's a little unfair to Triple H because he's run that company for a while, more or less. More or less, yeah. But and like yeah, it's but when, when the big deals go down, it's like can we just talk to Pop Papa Vince is coming through? Yeah, yeah. on the phone. Notably yeah. the roster is pissed. Uh WrestleMania this year was no. in LA. Yeah, no, it's shocker. Uh it was a tremendous success. Like these they scored eighty thousand people in SoFi Stadium both nights. Uh, had their yeah, biggest, they did. Had their biggest live gate and sold the most merch they've ever sold for a WrestleMania event. Uh, had their highest viewership for an event since Rock Hogan at WrestleMania seventeen. Oh like, man! Like That's think a big about deal. that. Think about that for a second. That's twenty two fucking years ago. 
Yeah, it's yeah. a long with time. Two, that's it's good. They with, they came. With, they had a comeback. Yeah, with two of the biggest stars ever in the main event, everything should be fine, right? Not so fine. Uh, the roster isn't exactly thrilled that Vince, who notoriously changes everything last minute, uh, and his quote unquote antiquated in his thinking, to put it lightly. Um, if you don't know, he has issues with putting over talent, uh, be they black women. Uh, lesbian, gay, whatever the hell it is, whatever uh, alphabet acronym you guys want, um, and has had a certain taste, look, or belief in what a champion should be. So if you've known or if you've watched this shit in the past, John Cena was champion for much of the past 20 years and continued that tradition. Roman Reigns is currently... Isn't that exactly what I said? Oh, you're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Roman Reigns has currently been champion for 945 consecutive fucking like, days. They just they stick with their guys, and I, I get it, but like, I guess it's the they, same. It's the same. They like, really cool must do dude. like some serious like focus testing on like who who's the guy, because I mean Jesus Christ, like you remember when like Tiger Woods was number one for like 400 years, like yeah. at least he had to win tournaments by himself, like. This is scripted, and it's like, oh my god, we could just gonna run the same movie out there over and over again. It's virtually guaranteed to hit three years consecutively as champion, and that might mean nothing when you think you're talking about like a fake product, fake belts, and championships, and all that shit. But to John's point, when you talk about a face of your product, it becomes real evident who the hell Vince trusts and who he doesn't. It's it. It's just right. It's and it's silly. Like you could make it so interesting and so like but he just he's like no i gotta have the same person be the face of the company for right like for three years because otherwise the product doesn't work and like i don't think like my opinion on this with that particular point that john made and i've i've had i i have not been able to ever not never but i've never really thought about it in the way that you expressed it john but like the idea that you have to create artificially the face of WWE and keep the same champion and keep it like as like a straight white guy, like same like same white dude, yeah, for the old that long dude, of a period right? of time is stupid to me because like, well, like the world we live in now is so fast paced, like they don't but like, like think about how Twitter just doesn't he, matter to the he, WWE. Here's the fun part about it though. When even when The Rock was the face of WWE or whatever the hell you want to call it, they never talked about the fact that he was a black guy. It was always that Samoan wrestler, yep, Dwayne right. The Rock Johnson. So and now it's Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is also a Samoan wrestler, but now it's not that Samoan wrestler. They downplay it. Actually, they downplay the fact that he's black, but we'll, we'll we'll skip that. They play up the fucking whole tribal chief and Samoan thing because that's cool and exotic, but not too exotic to the point that you're not going to tune in and watch this shit. So exactly. it's, it's a very, it, it's very controlled and it's very strategically done. Um, speaking of Reigns, the running belief is that within the Endeavor and Sale all but completed, they entered night two of WrestleMania on Saturday night. Vince, who claimed he wouldn't get back involved with booking decisions or storylines, the day before on CNNBC, he gives a whole big fucking interview or whatever, and he keep everything the same. Shows up to WrestleMania on fucking Sunday night, changes everything on the fly. He mm. shows up, Does decides he really? to keep 
decides to keep Reigns as champion, the decision that came from up top. Uh, he claims that it came from Endeavor personally in order to ensure stability and a marketing presence among the new entering the new merger. Uh, furthermore, Vince sat in gorilla position. If you don't know what that is, that's the famed control desk backstage right before wrestlers hit the stage and where the monitors and production feed is looped uh, for all of Raw on Monday night. So they had Raw done uh, at 6 a.m. on Monday morning. And then by the time they went live at 8 o'clock, uh, Vince essentially said, just go out there and waste time because that script doesn't exist anymore. Um, essentially re- rewrote the whole story, sent people out there without a tip that they'd learned you know, hours before the show. Seemingly Vince is back. <laughs> and we're just living in his fucking world at this point again. Um, it's so amazing how like 20 years ago we never knew any of this shit and now we know yeah, it no, all. Like, like, yeah, now we know it all. Um, Nick Khan, who's the COO of the company, which has to be the worst fucking job to ever have in your life. And Triple <laughs> it's H... the most useless fucking position right, at, at a right, company like that. Right, and, and Triple H, who's head of creative, which is the second stupidest fucking position you can Also the you most use, second most useless position yes. that exists at WWE. Whole yeah. talent told talent in a locker room meeting that nothing would be changing and then minutes later Triple H did an on-screen like speech saying much of the same to the fans in attendance. When he came backstage, McMahon then came right along sat down in grill position and said you shouldn't have said that and changed every fucking thing on the show while the show was in progress the man is a fucking menace he is an absolute menace at all cost but uh, all, all he said he's a toxic horrible human being the UFC is most likely going to end up cross promoting some shit with Daniel Cormier or Brock Lesnar leading a fucking event come this summer like notably probably look, look, Brock Lesnar look Brock Lesnar beat the shit out of Cody Rhodes on Raw on Monday night and it looks like the ready made like feud or story going yeah, into SummerSlam or whatever bullshit. the fuck yeah where inevitably he's going to beat Lesnar as the all-conquering, like, baby-faced white meat hero before he's fed to fucking Roman Reigns. <laughs> like, am I wrong? Am I no. wrong? Like, no, no. It's, just look, a, it's just a formula. Like, you can write it yourself look, now. You know, the right. problem is you can see the wheels turning behind, like, right. the, and behind like, the curtain, and it's kind of it kind of sucks. Right, and, like, I'm sorry for spoilers, but, like, you can go book that shit into DraftKings or FanDuel now, even though these had they're hiding the fucking like the results. Of well, that's why I don't like, understand how anyone would allow like that sort of thing to be gambled on. Like, I understand that the the what do you call it? The results will be kept secret. But if you know how the fucking formula works, you could. You, I don't you know, know how, how you can bet on right, this. Right. Like, right. right. I don't know how you can honestly, as a book, and I'm no bookmaker, but like, I don't know how as a book you could be like. Yeah, Roman Reigns to win, you know, minus three fifth. Like, put odds out there, like where it's any of any value where anyone's gonna bet. Because if you have Roman Reigns against anybody, the odds are like minus five hundred or worse. Like, how could you? Right. You, you know, run, you know, LOL. Roman wins is the fucking like. You go on Reddit and like <laughs> that's the fucking meme. LOL. Right. Roman wins. Like every show, it's like LOL. Fucking well, there it is. Like fucking. 800th day as a champ or whatever the fuck it is and like you're like all right like we we, we didn't have to watch like people don't watch anymore. you don't have to watch you you people jump in for the for the beginning to see the fucking like opening segment 
the jump into the fucking ending segment of Roman Reigns, watch him win, and then click off. You don't watch <laughs> any of the fucking. You don't watch any of the three hours in between because it does. It's fucking meaningless. Like nothing Why else. Why would you? Why you would you? And anything that's interesting that happens, I could watch YouTube clips the next fucking morning. Like that. That's right. exactly. That's the that's whole. The, and that thing. was my point about. They don't live in the social media world. Like, no, they don't. They haven't adapted the product in any way, shape, or form to conform to the way that, like, like the rest of sports right. is cons- like. You want to talk about how sports in general is consumed in this in this world today? In the last 20, 15 to twenty years, they don't fucking. They haven't gone past two thousand three. Like, but that, same thing. But that point is what fucking drives me nuts because, like. Although he's toxic, the man has shown himself to be a fucking brilliant businessman. Like he right, it doesn't called, make sense. Like he called it on cable television and pay-per-view being the wave of the future in the 90s. And he had all the schmucks buying 49.99 pay-per-views during the whole yep. rock Austin DX era. And we yep. all bought that shit. Yep, Every we'll one probably, of us. Everyone bought WrestleMania. And we mm-hmm. all had fucking awesome 316 shirts, and we all had fucking DX shirts, and we all had fucking Wolfpack we're all shirts. Sma- all we were all shit. smashing beers together. Yeah, we're, I know. We yep. all fucking doing that shit. And then he bought out all the talent from the independent promotions and monopolizing pro wrestling in New York and Mexico, for that matter, as well. Like, he fucking bought out fucking Rey Mysterio Jr., and we all bought the fucking mask and all that shit, too, back in the day. We like, all drank the Kool-Aid. Like, dude, we just drank it, but it was so, that was... He never so, adapted after that. Right, that was so, it. He, that formula is still the same shit. Right. So he called that shit. Then later, about six or seven years ago, he realized that pay-per-view was dying, and he was the First motherfucker to go direct to consumer with a subscription model. First dude. And then yeah. for content. And then he created WWE Network, which was the basis for Peacock, HBO Max, Discovery Plus, and all this other direct to consumer bullshit that we see now. So he created, like, he had that idea before anybody else did. And if you, you know what? And it, it honestly wasn't even a bad deal because if you watched what, two or three pay per views a year and you bought the it subscription, it paid for, for it. It paid right, for right. it. Right. And then, like, even further back, like, the XFL, like, we joke about it, but, like, a lot of the production and the camera tricks Came, have been taken is from now, it. It's now standard the, in, in the NFL in the now. NFL. That's right. That's right. So, the, like, the Robo, the robo right, Cam or whatever, so the Madden right. he, view. He, he, he was innovative. He's very innovative. So what, what kills me is that, to your point, like, he's innovative, and he's obviously got the fucking foresight to see shit down the line. But he does. He's fucking stubbornly like dedicated to remaining in this fucking 1985 bubble and not come out of it and not update his fucking product because he believes right. that fucking Hulk Hogan's gonna walk through that door. Yeah, and well, the, the, the next Hulk Hogan is walking through right. the door, and and yeah. he's he's chasing fucking Hulk Hogan walking through that door, and he's tried to make it in fucking. He's tried to make John Cena that dude. He's tried to right. make The Rock that dude. He's tried to make Stone Cold that dude. And those two worked. But he's tried to make oh, John yeah. Cena after it. And he's tried to make fucking Roman Reigns now after that. Well, look and look like, at the most success that, that WWE talent has is le- is using WWE's leaving. launching using pad. Using it as a springboard. Springboard yes. to go into acting. most of, Which is surprisingly unsurprising when you think about it 
and and like the sad part about the fan base and i'm one of them is we begrudged the success that a guy like rocky will have outside of wrestling because we're like that motherfucker should have come back and fucking given back to the product and no. fucking done something. Why? He doesn't have to. But why? Right. Why but should that's he? The point. But that's the point. We stupidly sit here on internet chat rooms and forums and Reddit and shit and we say, fuck Rocky. He never came back. But the reality is, is why the fuck would he if the product stuck in 1985 and hasn't grown? There's no point for him to fucking ever come no, back. He's going to look he stupid. He only goes he's back so, to promote, he's so beyond he goes back that. To promote a movie. He goes back to promote right. a movie every now and then. Right. And well, like, why? Is Batista ever going to go back? Probably not. Hell no. Hell no. But like, to the point about Vince, like, the man sees that he needs to take this carny bullshit company and needs to legitimize it for the sake of his own legacy and the generational wealth of his family and the progeny and all that bullshit. So he sells this damn thing for $12 billion dollars he himself made $200 million in one day in a move that's going to quietly erase that whole sexual assault thing and make the sale. Don't worry the, about that. <laughs> right. And it's going to make the sale the biggest part of his legacy when it comes to WWE. Nobody's ever going to remember the sexual assault. They're just going to remember the fact that he built this and sold that shit. That mm-hmm. and creating WrestleMania as a whole. Like the dude with a scumbag. Yes. But he's a fucking shrewd as hell businessman and a scumbag. He's laughing all the way to the bank. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, ultimately, like. And now he's a, a billionaire again. Right. Yeah. Like, it's. But look, Vince McMahon was a millionaire that should have been a billionaire to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like, he was a. Like, for all the mistakes he made, he fucked himself royally, ultimately. Like, but he took a look at the landscape. He saw this thing he built over the past 40 years slipping out of his grasp. He saw the fact that, like, oh, shit, like, my, I'm going to die soon, and my fucking, like, southern-in-law is the one who's going to control the shit. And then, like, an episode of Secession, he threw his <laughs> kids and his family under the fucking bus, mm-hmm. secured his position, secured his legacy until the day he dies, and swept all the negative shit under the rug so that the only thing you talk about now, if you're a wrestling fan, is what an endeavor back WWE is going to look like, like spring cleaning folks like that. <laughs> essentially that's mm-hmm. what this motherfucking did. And like, look, I'm, I'm, I'm essentially I'm going to watch this shit anyway. Like I'm, I'm now interested to see either this thing take off to the point of like, all right, now you got money. How are you going to fucking use it? Or you got money. Now you got sold. Let me see this shit go up in flames. Like, Oh, it's I going see, up in flames. Yeah, I want to see 77-year-old Vince fucking fail. But that's that's also me. Like I'm I'm rooting for the failure, but we'll see what happens. But that's my uh WWE rant as as somebody who watched this shit and just fucking shook his head for the past 15, 25 fucking years. But that, that's I'm, if I if I'm gonna have a rant of the week and this is a a medium size, this is like a schmedium rant of mine. Um random left turn here um chelsea football club what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) i mean for those of you that don't know uh arthur is a diehard chelsea fan that's right i am not i am a manchester united fan but i feel his pain because we've also like the dallas cowboys i do not i do not 
No, well, uh, the Dallas, father, the, a little Ted Lasso, a uh, little Ted Lasso reference. The Dallas <laughs> yes. Cowboys. Yes. Used to, yes. Yeah, used, yeah, to, yeah. used to be really good, really rich. Used to, and yes. talks about it all the time. Dallas yes. Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. Yep, exactly. Um, but no, uh, I feel your pain with the the Chelsea thing because holy shit, did you just pull a fucking Manchester United? You we just, absolutely. We just pulled a. We just pulled a. I don't know. Fucking know what. Yeah, we just pulled a man. You. That's. You. You really did. Um, yeah. So... We're we're going back to the well, baby. So, um, you know. <laughs> so Frank Lampard's back again. <laughs> Friends, he's back. Um, he's back with the the. You know, in 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 um certain sports, usually baseball is a. Not baseball. Basketball usually does the the interim coach, head coach tag. I think yeah. it's used most most of. Yeah, that's basically the equivalent of what Frank Lampard was given. So, um, you know, this this is Billy Martin being made the manager of the Yankees after he. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's a good analogy. Yeah, I was thinking yeah, about good North Americans like three times. Yeah. So yeah, but so, it's not like Frank Lampard's not a douche canoe like. Like to the level that Billy Martin was like at at the th- no, no, no. no Frank Lampard's like, a dick, but like he's not hated by the ownership the way that Billy Martin and George Steinbrenner used to fucking want to fight. To be fair, new ownership, so we don't know that. Oh, that's right, that's right. I forgot. New I didn't think about that. Yeah, Lampard that. was a part of right. That's right. The new owners. That's right. So right. I totally forgot for, about that. I didn't even think about that. Who, so for those who don't know, Chelsea initially fired asshole blowhard Antonio Conte. No relation. After winning the fucking EPL, he won the English Premier League. He won it twice, and this man not good enough. No, not not that it wasn't good Apparently enough. Apparently not. He he just played with the back three that didn't play. He played defensive football or defensive soccer, whatever you want to call it. Didn't appeal to Roman Ibrahimovic at the time, and then at that point, um demanded transfers and reinforcements to the club and spending of money and then Roman told him to go fucking piss Who, by the way rope. Frank Lampard was was on, on some of his teams. Right, yes. Told him to piss off for rope. Fine. Turn around after firing fucking Conti and a hire Frank Lampard who had just retired. Frank Lampard, Inexperi- inexperienced to say the no least. No exper- inexperience doesn't quite cut it. He had no <laughs> fucking experience. He walked off the pitch and walked into the manager spot two weeks later. This oh, after this and and you know I mean we could we could go. I like where this is going. We could so, go. Yeah. So uh, hold on. Fine. I want to pull up the uh, the list of Chelsea managers. Um, so so fine. So while you do that, Lampard takes this team, plays all the kids in the academy. You forgot about he... you forgot about um <laughs> you forgot about the sorry year, Kevin. Oh fuck the You forgot about I the did... I was gonna say I was like, Fair. wasn't sorry? Yeah. Yeah. You forgot yes. about the Maurizio sorry I, I, eleven I apo- months. I apologize. The eleven months of Maurizio. Yeah, because I was gonna say I was the gonna say Disney Mourinho Club... was gone, then we had Steve Holland and Gus hitting for like Five sec for like, I don't know, for like a combined year and a half between the two of those guys. Then Conti comes in for two years, literally, it was two years almost to the day that he was fired. Sorry, they took so, another so, Italian, so they brought they bring in sorry, 
and sorry the or or the the zombified corpses are corpses sorry, sorry correct because he was he would stand on the touchline he did nothing. and he would smoke fucking cigarettes yeah he was just he was dude he he was smoke a bus from the, the sideline i like it he, yo mauricio so mauricio sorry is from the place that my dad's family is from yes. so like he's like He's probably someone's second cousin. Like I'm not even joking. Like, but he he would rip butts on the sideline and then crouch, crouch, watch the game, put him out on his fucking loafer, and then walk back and sit down, and then get up 15 minutes later and repeat the process. So he's the reason I became a Napoli fan. He's the reason I would that when I was like, well, I it's you know, hello, I have to choose it. But he's the reason I was like, all right, I'm cool being a Napoli fan. Like this is good. Oh, yeah, so that day awesome. when I bet on so that day when I bet on Napoli, you were like, all right, yeah, yeah, um, yes. my man, John. No, <laughs> but yeah, no, no, like, but full disclosure, I also love Napoli, but yeah. I love him for Diego Maradona, and that's a complete. Well, of course, so yeah. yeah. So, um. So Last, then, so, so sorry, then, you know. So that 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 lasted a year, John. That lasted if if know. that right. If that then if um, that. Thomas. Then Frank Lampard was was hired when he retired, and um, right. he lasted you know a year and a half. Right. And then, but, but in that time that he that in the year and a half he plays all the kids, he gets them to the Champions League quarterfinals. And with a bunch of the, like young young players, right? With like Tammy Abraham, Reese jo- James, Mason James. Mount. Like yep, he Mason makes Mount. Mason Mount look like a fuck Christian Pulisic, yes. the fucking Jesus, yeah. the baby Jesus of fucking, or the LeBron James of soccer, or whatever you want to call him that people call him. Um, gets him to the quarterfinals, and when he gets him to the quarterfinals, he gets fucking canned for what no reason. It's a joke. It's like, fire, it's like so, firing Marty so when we got so when we got to this right. point, you're like, "What is happening?" Yes, it's like okay. the Chargers firing Marty Schottenheimer. You're like, "Oh, for fourteen and two season." Right. So he gets fired, and then the guy but that he comes... won, Matt. It's like he won playoff games. Like no, he yes. lost in the yes. second round. Like you but, know, yes. yeah. So so then they he gets fired. They bring in this German dude, Thomas Tuchel, who had just gotten fired. After failing at Paris Saint Germain, failing uh, for like three or four years consecutively, failure. Like, yes, but he. So they're comes, just taking the retreads of all of European soccer right, clubs' failures. Right. But he comes to Chelsea, this German dude, and he takes fucking Lampard's team that was already in the quarterfinals, doesn't touch it. And he fucking wins the Champions League. They go 60-24. They go 60-24 and 16 in the yes. 100 matches he coaches. Right. Wow. He wins straws and losses. So, good. so out of but 100 Lampard... matches, he wins 60 of them and drew in 24 of them. So right. he, only, it... he only lost 16 fucking matches in 100 but, as the coach. But then what happens with Tuchel? Tell the people what happens with Tuchel. Oh, no. No. So... <laughs> So, did you you did you forgot to mention when he was when he was um, coaching um, uh, Borussia Dortmund too? You got You got to yeah. Well, remind. Right, fine. Yes. So he was he was lights a out. Little Bundes, little Bundesliga. Yeah. No. Like Tuchel was was lights out, and he was the only dude who ever challenged Bayern Munich. So he challenged Bayern Munich for fucking years. He was their constant number two. It was like fucking eight years that Thomas Tuchel was like 
nipping at the heels of Bayern. And it would always be like a tragic last game of the season. Fucking like they got beat 3-2 and they didn't fucking win the, the Bundesliga. Like it was a constant. So he was a career number two left to Paris Saint-Germain because he was like, fuck it. I got Messi and I got fucking Mbappe and I got fucking Neymar and I got all the fucking talent to win. And then he'd run into Real Madrid. So, so, (laughs) like, so, so what happened with um, Tuchel was that um, you may have seen this in the news, John. Um, So they, uh, they won, I think they won the FA Cup. Yes. He, he had them win the FA Cup. He signed Bet, Bettinelli. He signed right. um, Romelu. He kept L- Lukaku. He signed, yes. he signed a bunch of guys during a couple of transfer windows. Won a bunch of matches in a row. Um, God, what was it? They be, oh, yeah. That's, I remember I'm reading, I'm reading something, and I'm like, yeah, I'm remembering the matches they won. Um, so they lost in the final of against Liverpool in the EFL Cup. Um, He's getting to it. I promise. He's getting to it. Oh, this was right. So then, so so Chelsea was owned. Um, there it is. By a, a Russian oligarch. You may remember the name of, of Abramovich, or Mr. Yes. Abramovich. So because he had to sell, the English government made him sell the team. Because uh, he was a he was a warm- he was a fucking proliferator of arms and would yes, sell them because he's a war Russians. criminal because, yes. you know, oh, awesome. So, so Abramovich, because of that, the good, the UK government was like, get the fuck out. You cannot own a, a football club in this city. We will, right. they all, they threatened to with, we, to take away the right to, of Chelsea we, to compete. Gloss, in right. We are glossing over this massively, but the link there is that, there are things called Gazprom and there are things called the oil oligarchs in Russia. And this right. motherfucker was building tanks and sending oil supplies to the Russian military and taking pictures with Putin and saying, Putin, my best friend, my, my best friend. Yes, I forgot. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Oh, boy. That's not so, right. yeah. So, so Roman abroad during Abramovich. the war effort, right. during the war effort and saying, Ukraine has to surrender fucking Crimea and uh, Shakatar to the fucking Russians, and that that didn't play well. That didn't play well <laughs> in the in the West. No, that's probably you're probably not going to win many hearts so, and minds with that. So, one. so, no, so since then, not. so so Abramovich had bought the team in like oh oh two oh three. So Roughly. they like he listen rich fucking guy. You know Steinbrenner the Ch- Chelsea to. To like won, top, he won what four Champions Leagues? Yeah, no, dude, they fucking were one of the most successful clubs in 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 the UK in in the English Premier League, you know, and and in Euro in European soccer, like they were top oh. five. You know, it was them, PSG, Borussia Dortmund, oh, Man you're, you're U, Man City. Fan. You're a Chelsea fan, so you're also a Yankee fan. That tracks. That tracks. <laughs> <laughs> That's Hello. Funny. So that tracks. That's pretty funny, actually. So anyway, so Chelsea be doing Chelsea things now that they have, you know, they they shit shit's like oh. sideways. So now they after he Tuchel was fired, then that's when they said, Oh, let's bring on um let's let's bring let's bring on what's his face and right so they, after he retires. Right. So right, so so uh, so Tuchel gets fired 
and then when Tuchel gets fired for I'm sorry, the, yeah, Graham they, Potter, they, right? Right. So they bring in. So Tuchel gets fired after winning sixty games out of a hundred or some bullshit like that. Yeah, it was, he was and, sixty, twenty-four, and and, and right. sixteen. Right. So like, he insane, insane, insane fucking numbers. Wins the Champions League. Wins pretty much everything there is to win with a team of playing no stars, but. New ownership comes in and new ownership says, well, meh, like we, we don't really yeah. like you. We don't, we don't vibe with you. The, the, Todd Bowley and Guggenheim's partners legit reasoning for firing him was we didn't feel like there was a connection there. And like, he was really into his job, he was, but he wasn't into the personal dynamics of he's, having he's a German. relationship. Right. So a little, a little inside baseball. English don't like Germans. They don't. Mm. They don't mesh personality-wise, right. culturally. So, so they so they fire Tuchel, and when they fire Tuchel, they go out and they hire the biggest English coaching prospect in quotations that was out at the time, who was coaching Brighton, and that was Graham Potter. Mm. Uh, they believed that Graham Potter was supposed to be the next big thing. A lot of people were calling for him to be the next big thing for the English national team. They nope. hire him, and nope. then Graham shits, Potter shits, shits the bed. bed. 12, 12, 8, and 11 in 31 matches, John. So, mm, not yeah, good. Um, bad. Very, very not good. Um, and uh, so they I fired like, him. I like that phrase, very not good. So they fired so, him the other day. Um mm-hmm. And they fired him on Sunday, and they had a match against um, Liverpool. Against Liverpool, uh-huh. which they lost. And uh-huh. um, but Lampard was sitting in the stands watching the game. Was not coaching. Was not managing. No. So and as he was sitting there, people took the Twitter and said, "Hey, Chelsea, there's your new manager. Bring Frankie back." And Oh, they brought him back. Hey, Chelsea. they technically Bruno was considered the the manager for the match. Yes, he was, but they uh, they he gets an oh, he gets a nice offer on that one. They they listen to they listen to the fan base who were joking, and they fucking hire Lampard, who conveniently is taking over a team that is currently in the Champions League quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. So, little, and little, and meanwhile, yeah, and meanwhile, while he has that team in the Champions League quarterfinals, uh, Thomas Tuchel is now taking over the Bayern job of the team that he was constantly fucking second to. Can't beat him, join him. Yeah, exactly. So, so musical chairs, always fun. Um. I, I am sorry that your team is basically going through uh, Manchester okay. United type of shit. They're going okay. through it. Yes. Okay. Um, and then we shall close, fellas, on a tradition like tradition like, like any no other, other. Like any other. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have the Masters started today. Today. Uh, round one in the books. Round one in the books. Stories, takeaways. Um, live guys, uh, Tiger hit 74, not doing so well in a lot of pain, wincing a lot. Um, yeah, 
Listen, we talked about it pre pregame here. He's there for ceremonial purposes. He's he should be teeing off with with Gary Player um, and Jack at this point. And Jack and yeah, he should be teeing off. You know, at at six a.m. at this point, six thirty in the morning with, you know, with him and Tom Watson, player and Watson, and, and oh, absolutely, yeah. He the four yeah. of them should actually go play, you know, a ceremonial hole together and have just the first hole, and they they should cut the bullshit. And if he wants to compete and go, then go back in locker room and actually yeah, he can, he can, but. You know, this is this is the ship has sailed on him at this point. Yeah, no, anything like you. I saw stupid things like oh, this guy dropped you know ten grand for him to 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 win. You know the whole thing. It's why. You know. Hey, you wait, way to go, way to go, give uh, Vegas their money. Like exactly, like and honestly, and honestly, this time next week comes around, we're we're not going to be talking about Tiger Woods making some big charge. No, we're not. You know. You know, I, I'd love no to way. see a top ten. I'd love to see him in contention on Sunday. I just want to listen. I, I just want to see him making cuts. I want to see him golfing on Saturday. You know, and yeah, not. Well then, I want to see whatever. him in the top thirty. You know, do, doing okay. You know, playing. You know, teeing off after after eleven a.m. on on Saturdays and Sundays. Like not teeing off. It's you know five. You know, I don't want to see his feature groupie. You know, on seventeen when I tune in at two o'clock in the afternoon. Like yeah, that's, yeah. Whatever. That's all I want to see. Yeah, exactly. Right. No, I I feel you. I feel you. Um, you mentioned the live guys. They're you know they're showing up. Kep Kepka's obviously Kepka's Kepka tied for the there, lead. Yeah. You got Victor Hovland, John Rom, and 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 Kepka at seven under. Um, you know you got a couple couple of the guys uh, who was who else was there? Um, Kepka's the big one. How's Bryson doing? Is Bryson D? He's one over. Yeah, he's he's the meh. Um, who else we got? Cam Smith. I'm sorry, he's two over. Two over. So, um, Cameron Smith is somewhere in the. Cam Smith is minus two. Is minus yeah, is two under. So, he's doing okay. Um, anyone? Jacqui Neiman's not in this. Var- Harold. Var- oh, Kevin Na. I remember seeing on the on the. Board I didn't realize this. Zalatoris withdrew. Yeah, Zalator. I saw that as yeah, Will Zara- wow. Zalatoris withdrew. Mickelson is one under. Um, right. Neiman is one under. Um, is Dustin Johnson? Um, Jason Cor- J- Abraham answer. Where is he? A- answers even. So there, uh, Varner, Var- Varner's even. McElroy's even. If anyone cares, Kokorak is is one over. Um, Siwoo Kim one over. Sergio Garcia two over. Schwartzel two over. DeChambeau two over. Uh, so those are the live guys. So some of them are over, you know, over par. Uh, Louis Ustazen is four over. He's not doing not doing too hot. Uh, Cameron Champ four over. That's it. Yeah. There's a. I want you guys to look up. There's a amateur playing. He's four over. He shot a seventy seven. Gordon Sargent is the kid's name. Yes, um, I, this kid five I over for the first round. Right. But his first his tee shot. I forget on what hole. A f- the f- a fucking rocket. This kid, he's like twenty two, and yeah, he's a he's a just baby. absolute beast uh, with the driver in hand. So, um, to cool kid to fair, watch. To be fair, he's also fucking from like it's the kid. The kid's not a schmuck. He he's like SEC freshman of the year at fucking Vanderbilt. Like, the oh, kid, there you go. The kid's Thank legit. You. Yeah, like 
He's not some random schmuck who won like a kitchen like, ball. Or whatever. How did yeah, he do? No. How did he do? You know what? I got you. Got to give him credit. He birdies one. If birdies his first fucking hole at the Masters at Augusta. There you go. And if he doesn't hit that, tr- he hits a he hit a triple bogey on three. If he doesn't hit a triple bogey, he's got a pretty clean round, and he's only like two or three over. Um, that's that's insane. Longest yeah. drive three. Also What's longest drive three thirty three thirty nine. Mm. He's nineteen. Fuck's nice. He's only nineteen. Jesus. What's the? Oh yeah, nineteen. Birmingham, What's... Alabama at Vanderbilt. Jesus Christ. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Would you pay like millions to go back and just like I want that for a day? So I was I was I was about to say like fucking what was I doing at nineteen because the shirt hey, fuck wasn't that like Mate- Mateo <laughs> Fernandez de Oliveira an amateur from Argentina Mateo mm-hmm. one T for those in the audience <laughs> yeah um, yeah the Spanish the Spanish what the Spanish Mateo wins out um he uh is our University of Arkansas senior. Um, and won the Latin America Amateur Championship in Puerto Rico. Um, he's 23 years old. Um, he is the leading amateur right now because um, people like to watch the amateurs and see like what to. Oh, I'm sorry, Crow. Crow is the leading. Harrison Crow from Australia is three over, and he's a leading amateur. Sorry, who's the second? The second. What's the Kevin cut line out right now? Uh, there's really no projected no, cut yet. You gotta it's, wait till you gotta wait till tomorrow. But um, okay. I'm gonna guess probably two or three. It's gonna be two or three over at this rate, unless you know, unless they go to eleven under tomorrow. Um, you know, and yeah. there's like Fair. so they do they do like the top. I think it's top fifty. Um, or it's it's like straight. It's the it's the um number of strokes. It's the top 50 plus if there's not enough, it's like the, the you have to be 10 shots within the lead or something like that. Plus the, the net, you know, to get or to get you to 50. I forget how they they calculate the cut at the Masters. It's it's different than others. But um, yeah, yeah, you're never going to get more than it's always going to be the same number of golfers for the most part or really close to the number, same number, because then it's like it's the pairs. It's a, it's a schedule Saturday and Sunday. It's like you're going in score order at that point on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Um, so, okay. anywho, so that's um, that's the Masters. Pretty whole hum. Let's see if Rom can win a major here. Let's see, and that's uh, but the kid's got a shot. Seemingly, from what from from what you're saying, the kid's got a shot. Theoretically, if he has a decent round next tomorrow, to yeah. live past the fucking first two days, like right. At 19, that that's incredibly impressive. Yeah, making a cut that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I, w- I would love to see it, honestly. Like, hopefully, yeah, he's able changing to it. up, so a little excitement going into Sunday. Yeah, why not? But we'll see, boys. So, uh, on that note, we shall leave you guys until next week. John, John will not be joining us next week. Um, Kevin and I will will check in with everybody. A little. Uh, I'll, be, I'll, pr- I'll maybe type in some stuff. You could just say it in my honor, but other than if you, that, if yeah, you would like to call, if you would like to call into the show, yes, I will give yes, you a- yes, <laughs> we could do like a call, call in. in and so we could do a phoner for John. I'll do a, I'll do a, um, uh, what are they, Kev? What's a the remote? name of it? A stringer? No, a stringer yes, from live from live yes. from you know an arena or something. Oh, that'd be <laughs> awesome. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Live from well, the wide hey, world. You're gonna be sports. a phoner interview. We're gonna live, interview. live from the wide world of sports. Oh my god. That's awesome. Live from the uh, you wide going world. To the, are you going to the mouse house or are you just going to the flow rider? Uh little column A, little column B. Little column A, little column B. You. All right, good for you. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, we're doing a little little uh trip. Mouse is gonna steal my wallet for two days and then just hang out by the pool the other couple of days. You going to the castle or are you going to like all the other we're doing, too? We're doing we're hitting the castle and then we're hitting uh Hollywood Studios. Good for you. Good my son two T Matteo is um wanting to see toy yeah, the Italian uh Matteo wants to see uh Toy Story Land and is busting oh, in the worst him. way to go not, to see it. Not for nothing. Um solid we'll, choice. We'll, we'll talk off. We'll talk off. Uh, my buddy who I did college program there runs fucking the the barbecue place over there. The new barbecue. Oh, the Woody, Woody's Rodeo, yes. whatever. Yes. So, oh snap! So let me know what day you'll be down there, and we'll, we'll talk. Definitely, I will. Yeah, no, definitely. I'll. Yeah, I'll. We got a. We have a tentative plan, but yeah, I will definitely let you know. Yeah, let me know, and I'll get in touch with Kim. So you're taking care of. So, Excellent. So, I appreciate yeah. it. No problem, um, but yeah. So the mouse house will be uh, the mouse house will steal will steal my money and yeah. you know <laughs> whatever. Well, what, hey, listen, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited for a little little Dole Whip action because those are oh, awesome. Oh hey, hey, yes, the Dole Whip works. The it's, Dole Whip is it's look, that's that's yeah. the treat of the day. Whenever have, you get have that. you been have is this your first time back since having kids or no? No, we actually. Uh, so it's funny if you actually know me and my personality, I don't like going there often. But this is our second year in a row. <laughs> but. But it just kind of worked out. Last year was a planned thing. This year was kind of like, oh, wow, I could get the same time off as my wife. Let's do something. And this is kind of what we came up with. So I I would venture the guest to say that it's it's fun when you go. It's different when you go with kids and you see it. Oh, yeah. I, my, my son's been busted. That's he's been asking to go for the last week. He's like, we're leaving today, right? I'm like, no, bud. And no, he's just like, yeah. oh. Yeah, Mickey but fine. So, so finally, I got to tell him. I was like, "Yeah, no." So I said, "So I finally got to tell him like one more sleep, and when you wake oh. up, like t- t- today's the today's the day." So you like are, he's good at driving down, right? Driving down. Oh, to have fun at God bless. Fucking That's right. We're gonna be we're gonna be singing road songs and what do you call have, it? I spy. Have yeah, nothing at fucking uh, south of the border. Oh uh, <laughs> God, that's such the cliche. It's so cliche. You're, you're always a wiener. Enjoy, enjoy trying yeah. to remember and talk about the names of rest stops on the Jersey yeah. Turnpike. Yeah, we. Oh man, I think. Well, we went to Philly about a month ago or two, and where'd we stop? The Grover Cleveland. The uh, Grover Cleveland. Yes. The, the Molly always, I always the stop. The Grover Cleveland and the Molly Pitcher. The Molly Pitcher, yeah. yeah, always yeah, every time. Yeah. Molly oh, Pitcher man. going down, and then the yeah, other Grover Cleveland on the oh, way back. On the way back, yep. that's right, that's right. Yeah. I always stop there. Excellent. That's always a, that's always a that's always a pee break. Excellent. So, I, I would like to wish everybody a happy Passover, um, Ramadan Mubarak for our our Muslims friends wow. celebrating celebrating Ramadan and Look happy Easter to to our to our Christian Catholic Christian friends out there. Touch I'm, cover, I'm covering the touch, three major world touch religions. Them all, touch today. them all, Arthur. Touch I'm them trying. all. Cult, cultural sensitivity here. I'm trying my put best. It on the board. There you, go. you can put it on the board. Yes, exactly. I like it. 
All right, fellas. Have a good one. Adios, right, muchachos. Later.